Hey, beautiful people. Happy New Year. I know I'm late, but this is the first time a lot of y'all are hearing my voice in 2021. Welcome back, or if you're new here, welcome. This is officially the first episode of season two of Love and Light. Love and Light is all about creating a community rooted in authenticity. In 2021, I have some big goals, personally, professionally, podcastily, even though this podcast will become professional and podcastily isn't a word, we're gonna roll with it, thank you. With this first episode, my thoughts are a little all over the place, but I wanna sit down and just chat with y'all. My church, Transformation Church, has this tradition where every year they preach about a word that they've received from God as kind of like the theme for the year and the guiding or grounding word for the year. I was thinking a lot about this idea for myself and how I can use it in my life, and I was stuck between two words, which is ironic, given that this year's word is decisive. This year, I will be decisive, and I invite and encourage all of you to join me. When I think about it, my indecision comes from fear, and everyone's does, doesn't it? The fear of making the wrong choice, the fear of looking dumb, the fear of failing, the fear of wasting time, of insert any reason here. Even down to the simplest of choices, like deciding what to eat for dinner, we're so indecisive. Or let me not speak for y'all. I tend to be super indecisive. I think a caveat to decision though is follow through. Decision is not just about mentally making a choice. It's about acting on that choice. If you mentally make a choice and don't follow through, did you really decide or did you just dream, ponder, wonder? Life happens, circumstances outside of our control always come into play, and that's okay. Be gracious when things take over, but don't use life or fear as a reason not to follow through. I know for myself, I tend to be indecisive because I want all of the information so I can make an informed choice and make the right choice the first time. And in certain situations, that's definitely like a necessary practice. But in everyday life-to-life situations, it's okay to decide and realize that wasn't the right choice. Oftentimes, I spend more time trying to decide than it would have taken to just make a choice realize it wasn't the right one, and shift. I think that's also an important aspect to note. You're allowed to shift, to pivot, to change your mind. Deciding does not lock you into one path. It doesn't mean that you can't change. It just means that you've made a choice and are seeing it through. Also, if you're not seeing through on the choices that you make, you're losing trust within yourself. Because when you tell yourself, oh, I'm gonna do laundry today, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna record the podcast, and then you don't do it, you're signaling to yourself that you're not a person of your word. Maybe for other people you are, but when it comes to yourself, you're breaking those promises and you don't have that follow through. I think long-term that definitely builds up. This also reminds me of an old post I made about normalizing things. Let's normalize shifting our ideas and actions after learning new information. So often people will say, oh, you've changed with a tinge in their voice, like changing and growth wasn't the whole point of life. I could go on a whole rant about people thinking changing is inherently negative, but that is not the point of today's episode, so we are gonna get back on track. My guiding word is decision. What's yours? If you have a different one, comment on Love and Light's most recent post and 
just let me know. I would love, love, love to know what is guiding y'all through 2021. Or if you don't have a word and you really like decision, then what are some of the things you are deciding for yourself this year? Let me know. Now, I have a couple of segment ideas, but I need y'all's help. I love reading, and I was asked the other day what my top picks are at the moment, which always feels like such a difficult question to answer. I love reading, and I want to share y'all. Sorry. (laughs) I love reading, and I want to share with y'all the books that I'm reading, and just my general thoughts and processes and how I connect and resonate, what it makes me think of, all that jazz. But... I need help with a name. What name suggestions do y'all have for a segment that's all about books? I don't know. I just, I can't, it's not even that I can't decide. It's that I can't think of one. So let me know, friends. I would appreciate your thoughts. I will say the books that I answered to the question, um, what are my top picks at the moment that I've read, right, are probably all by Mitch Album. And it's three in what I would consider kind of a series. Um, It's Tuesdays with Maury, One More Day, and The Five People You Meet in Heaven. I really enjoy those books for a variety of reasons. Essentially, they all touch on the topic of death and grief and life. But for me, they take a very interesting look and take and perspective on what meanings in life you realize in hindsight. Um, and kind of the value of different moments and really just life lessons, but in a really, in my opinion, like interesting way. So if you have read them, let me know. If you want to read them or start reading them, I am always open to talking about them. I have these books in my like cute little library now in my book. I can't speak, friends. I have these books in my cute little home library slash bookshelf so i'm always willing to like revisit reread i really enjoy things of that nature i'm like a prime nerd it's fine we're gonna let me live okay but i will start off or i guess now i'm not starting off i will continue this unnamed segment please help me by telling y'all two books at the top of my reading list for this year first up is untamed by glennon doyle i keep hearing about and seeing this book everywhere from posts on insta to goodreads in my email to barnes and nobles top picks just everywhere so i finally decided to pick it up my girl anaya also sent me a copy shout out to you if you're listening i'm so 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 grateful so now i have two copies maybe love and light does like a book exchange of sorts i don't know if y'all would be interested in being part of a book exchange comment a book emoji under our most recent posts I also realize I default to plural pronouns when I talk about the Insta page, like our most recent post, when I'm the only person running it. But this is our community, so I'm just gonna roll with it. <laughs> the other book on my list is The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. It's about two twin sisters who have different relationships with their race and their blackness, and the story of how they're like, I am struggling. The story of how their lives remain intertwined despite living across the country from one another. This is another one I've more seen than heard about, but I've seen it in like every bookstore, every Instagram post. Just again, I feel like the universe is telling me I needed to pick it up, and so I decided to get it. 
I am really, really excited for these reads and I promise I will update you once I'm done or with key quotes that stick out. Really just anything that grabs me and that I feel convicted to tell y'all about, I will. There is also a books highlight on my personal Instagram page, mamacita, M-A-M-A dot X-I-T-A, if you want to check that out. And I'm going to create a books highlight on the Love and Light page. But I want to name it the title of the segment. So any suggestions, help a girl out. And again, another unnamed segment I have is where I reveal the results to some Instagram polls I've posted and just tell y'all my thoughts. The Joker in me kind of was like, there's some polls in this house. There's some polls in this house. But like, no, that's not always going to be relevant. I think it's comical, but I'm also lame. So like, there's that. So again, name ideas. Just just help me out. You know, I want something that is interesting for y'all that when you hear it, you know what's coming up in the segment so we don't have to explain every time. I really am a mess, y'all, but that's okay. There was this TikTok by Lawyer Kelly and she said the best age to get married so that you can avoid divorce is between ages 29 and 32. 18 of y'all said... Yeah, that kind of makes sense. But 18 of y'all called cap. Personally, I can see both sides. I do think 29 to 32 is a good age to get married because of the phase of life people tend to be in. And because I think it's more about the phase of life, I can see why eight of y'all are calling cap. I don't think age determines phase of life or maturity, but there is a correlation there. And I think that correlation has value and has merit. With that being said, I, and I mean, I say this with multiple grains of salt because like tell God your plans and hear him laugh, right? And also I've always said that I would like to get married younger. So I think I would want to get married. My like ideal as if life will ever go to my ideals would probably be between 27, 29 and then have a kid around like 33 because I want to be a young-ish parent, but definitely, like, I want my 20s for myself. What do y'all think? Any hot takes? Did you have an ideal timeline for, like, marriage and kids? And if so, what determined that, right? Did you pick, like, an age arbitrarily? Did you pick it based on phase of life? Did you not consider age whatsoever? Let your girl know. Uh, You could DM me, you could comment it under our most recent post so that people can engage with you, which I always encourage so that we can build community. Or you can use the submission form and I could just read off what you say or post them anonymously if you so desire. Another poll that I want to mention is, should you acknowledge your spouse in acceptance speeches? There was this post and now I'm forgetting where it was or the name of the page, but I don't want to stop recording to go find it. I will insert it in the description. But there was this post and it was about Sterling Brown saying his spouse's full government name in his acceptance speech and like calling her out and being like, you know, I'm giving flowers to you. I give you credit. Like, thank you so much. I would not be here without you. All of the typical like acknowledgement things, right? This was a landslide vote, which honestly surprised me. I expected it to be a little more split, Um, but 40 of y'all, 4-0, 
said, yes, absolutely, you should acknowledge your spouse in acceptance speeches. And one brave, hot take, controversial soul said, no. I personally would give some sort of acknowledgement, but if I'm... (laughs) Have grace with me, friends. But if I am accepting an award for my work, I don't think it's necessarily negative to not acknowledge your spouse. I understand that they're supporting you and definitely give credit where credit is due. And it's okay to take credit for yourself and accept your bouquet without giving away flowers. I think women always tend to shift credit or focus when they're being highlighted also. So that's something I'm cognizant of. And like, baby girl, stand in your light. You earned it. I know that that could be a whole discourse and it's not just women. I'm just saying in my experience, I see a lot of women like giving credit back or kind of deflecting full credit because they're not used to being highlighted or getting the like full acknowledgement that they deserve. So that's something in my mind. It's probably not that deep, but I just, I thought of it. And so I'm sharing and that's what this is about. But yeah, right? Like, of course, give credit where credit is due and acknowledge your support system. But I don't think you need to name your spouse specifically in every acceptance speech. With that being said, if my future husband is somehow listening to this podcast and you want to name me every time you have an acceptance speech, I will gladly accept the flowers, boo. Let that be noted. With that, we have reached our final segment, our call to action. Call to Action is about giving you all tangible ways to improve your life and build community with one another via shared experience, interaction, etc. The first call to action for 2021 is going to be threefold. I want y'all to read something every day this week. I'm releasing this episode technically on Saturday night, as in like before midnight. Most likely Sunday morning is when you're going to come across it. So you can listen on Sunday and start off the week strong. Read a book, a news article, a chapter, a magazine article, anything. But read something every day this week. Two, I want you all to do something purely for yourself in the morning. I start off my day by working out. That's actually false. The like first thing I do when I open my eyes is pray. I start off my day by praying, gratitude, and then the first action is normally working out. And I do it because it's purely for the benefit of Sienna as an individual. It's not something that's progressing a career goal. It's not something that's a deliverable for friends. It's not something for my community or my friends and family. I wake up and I actively put God and myself first. I really believe mornings set the tone for our day And I really encourage you to prioritize yourself this week and see how incorporating something strictly for you into your morning routine makes you feel. I know that for me, it was a little bit weird to like not respond to text messages first thing in the morning. And I also am trying to like really create a healthy relationship with my phone and boundaries surrounding that because there's such a like instant grat, instant response kind of culture that we have and I feel guilty if it's been like three days and I didn't respond to a text message but also if a text message doesn't need to be answered right in that moment then I shouldn't feel that guilty 
I don't know. That's maybe that's another topic. Let me know if that's of interest to y'all. I'm gonna post a poll. I've decided. I've decided. Hello. I'm just saying. Um, I've decided. I will post a poll and get input on y'all's relationships with your phones. And please, 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 if you have a lot to say, I would love to hear it. Use the submission form in the description of wherever you're listening to this, as well as the link in my bio and on my website, lovexlight.podbean.com. I would super, super appreciate just hearing your relationship with your phone and how that shifted and any boundaries you have or have not put in place. Talk to me about it. But yeah. That's the second thing. Do something that is strictly for yourself first thing in the morning or first thing when you wake up if you're not a morning person. But also, mornings are great. I'm blabbering. Thank you all for being so gracious with me. The last thing that I want you to do for this call to action, I want y'all to engage with one another. Engage with someone within this love and light community. You can follow a message, a guest that I've had on. All of them are tagged on our page. You can invite a friend to join our community. You can tag or DM someone in our community that you don't know and just connect, right? You can respond to someone's comment on a post. Just find a way to interact with someone in this love and light community. I have so, so, so enjoyed and have felt so supported and loved and fulfilled from you all in my DMs and just tagging me and engaging with the post. This year, I really want to strengthen not only the relationship that I have with you all, you know, from host to audience, but I want this community to really just be a group experience. And so I want to strengthen and provide opportunity for y'all to connect with one another. With all of that being said, thank you so, so much for listening. I am so, so grateful to be in community with you all. I cannot wait to see what 2021 brings us and what we decide to do for ourselves. As always, like, comment, share, follow, support in whatever way feels authentic for you. Please use the submission form that is in the description, is also in the link in my Insta bio, also on my website. I say it all the time. I really want to create a space that is providing value for you all. Give me tea. I want to know stories that you want me to react to, things that you want advice on, people you want me to have as guests, topics you want me to cover. Let's just really have this be our space. Without further ado, love and light, beautiful people.